Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Bill Pernat. He is not your typical consultant. His dynamic, holistic approach combines insights from 40 years of corporate experience with straight-shooter entrepreneurial thinking. Hello, Bill. Hi, Mish. How are you? I am Great good. Great to see you today. I am so excited. I have heard wonderful things about you. Oh, good. All I those just, rumors I'm spreading are getting around. Well, yeah, you must be really good at branding yourself and such. You know, your 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 real life is probably secret and crazy. No, come on. I have heard only amazing things, and you are an authentic human being. Thank from you. what I understand. So thank you for being here. Yeah, it's easy to to be good to everybody for me. Oh, I like that. Yeah, well, thank you. So you like people? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, I'm stuck with them. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Life, lifelong. Yeah, well, you know, most of my career has was been in the hospitality industry. So I'm accustomed to, you know, being very aware of people and what, kind of what makes them tick. But I, I love it. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Oh, and now you help entrepreneurs. Yeah, I, I actually family businesses is what I specialize in now, okay. uh, which are obviously they're entrepreneurs. But I found that I um, can make the biggest difference working with families and the craziness that goes on in families. And I've had experience with some of my clients that are family businesses, and it is really different because uh, what I have found is they're weighing that those family relationships along with the business and the business relationships, and there are some real challenges there. Yeah, a lot of dynamics. How do you yeah. help them? Yeah. Well, the first thing you have to come to grips with is the fact that you can't fire anybody, which yeah. you know makes it a very interesting thing. There are a lot of times when... The family member might be creating problems in the business, and if it were a regular business, they probably would be terminated or at least warned. But you know, you have to come to grips with the fact that that's not going to happen—at least not in the custom, you know, the, co- the companies I work for. Right. But I, I, I'm a, just a big problem solver. I like to find out what kind of issues they have. Uh, I'm, I feel I'm pretty good at meeting my clients where they are. Um, I have programs that I've got from my corporate world, but it's to me it's all about looking at what issues are they facing today and how can I help them today is is how I spend most of my time. So what do you, I mean in the case of because I've seen it the family member that's not pulling their weight, you know, um, and you can't fire them. Is do, do you help them? Do you hope and help kind of thing? Like, is it like let's get you on a program and let's see if this gets you to the level? Or do sometimes do they do they realize I don't really want to do this? Like this really isn't what I want to do with my life. I'm doing it because it's the family business, but I'd rather be doing A, B, or C. Well, one one thing I don't do is I don't have some automatic uh, you know panacea that I can use with people. Typically, I just ask a lot of good questions and listen. Okay. I mean, I know it should be more complicated than that, but I, I find like it. I'm, I mean, I, I really believe in people, Mish. I believe that they I mean, like I always tell people, you know, I've never had anybody tell me I'd like to fail. You know, could you help me fail? So people want to succeed. Sometimes right. they just don't know how. Gotcha. And so if you ask a lot of questions and listen, a lot of times they'll answer their own questions. That's awesome. Yeah, it's that easy. Is, I like a, easy. That's a, <laughs> Simply well, successful, right? I mean, Easy for you. <laughs> I am a good listener, though. I know because of the neuroscience things that I've done that I'm in one of the 12% of people in the population who are good listeners. So I'm blessed with that. 
So when you say good listeners, that you're you're listening and, and you're understanding and you're making connections in your yeah. head of this is what's going on. Like, I mean, it has to be more than listening. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm getting beyond really what the words say. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Paying attention to like. Oh, I yeah. like it. We'll talk yeah. to yeah. that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a. Uh, uh, through life's uh, lessons I've learned is to pay attention to what people say and what they do. So I'm, I'm constantly contra- comparing and contrasting is whether what you say is what you do. And so if you don't behave the way you say you want to behave, I'm going to typically explore that. I want to find out more about what's that gap and why do you say this and do that. So I I pay a lot of attention to that behaviors and the words and see whether or not they are the same. Well, and and sometimes the people aren't even conscious that that's how they're operating. Oh, most of the time they're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to help them become aware of, so do you understand you've been saying you're going to do these things, but then you never actually do them. And that's part of the problem, you know? And I learned that, I learned that the hard way through life, you know, is, is in some of my previous experiences where people would say one thing and do another. And it, and it was, uh, you know, as, as always, it was a good learning lesson. I love to learn, and I'm pretty open about learning. And mm-hmm. so I have a lot of, I kind of uh, benchmark all of those little things that happen to me, and I try to improve upon them. Right. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. well, cool. So that so Simply Successful, that's what the main thing is family businesses. But yes. Experts for Entrepreneurs, which is your other gig, right? what's that about? Well, so uh, actually, um, I could tell you a little bit about how that happened. So when I left corporate America about 12 years ago, I really struggled the first two years. It was really difficult for me to... I had to realize and come to grips with the fact that I didn't know anybody and I was kind of out there. Yeah. So Experts for Entrepreneurs was born as a result of my dissatisfaction with the places where you could go and meet people. I just couldn't handle giving out business cards and and not building relationships. And right. so after two years, my wife, Ann, got tired of listening to me bellyache. <laughs> and so, so I decided we need to come up with something. So I worked with a colleague of mine called Mason Dukacek. I don't know if that... I love and adore Mason yeah. and know him quite well. Yes. Him and I have done several things together. So yeah, yeah awesome. Yeah. I did not know we had that connection. Yeah. yeah, so Mason and I actually started Experts for Entrepreneurs together. Okay. Yeah, and so he, he eventually moved on to, to other things. But um, it, it is the marketing arm of Simply Successful, if you will. Okay. Um, you know, there are 25 companies that are part of it. And so we, you know, we meet regularly on a monthly basis. But it's really those people in the relationship that I've got with those people that is what keeps me going. I love the, the, uh, the things that we do and the people we meet. And uh, it's our marketing arm of Simply Successful. Okay. And you have some amazing people involved oh, with it. I, I can't even, I wouldn't want to point to anyone in particular. Uh, everyone just plays an integral role. It's the most giving, loving uh, group of people that I've ever known. And you guys meet how often, did you say? Once a month. Once a month. All right. But it's a pretty extended amount of time, isn't it? It's about three hours. Okay. Yeah. All right. We typically do um, three presentations around run, grow, and live. Ah. And that's our standard format. Okay. All right. So run, grow, and live, is that more of a personal, like has kind of a personal thing to it or... Live is around, I mean, obviously running and growing is uh, is around your business. Right. Living, to me, is about finding balance in it all. 
Good. Right. Good. I mean, so, you know, you've got to be successful in your business, but you also have to live a productive life. And so that's typically what the live presentations are around. I love it. Yeah. And you, and as entrepreneurs, because what we do uh, tends to affect everything oh, yeah, <laughs> in yeah, our life. Yeah, yeah it is, it is our life, You can't separate it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and I would argue, and so would you, you yeah. really can't separate what your work yeah. is from your life, from yeah. your, you know, outside of work life. They all kind of, you know, mingle together and need to all work, you know, for everybody to be happy, right? Yeah, so funny thing you would say that. So in my corporate world, this is going way, way back, we were told that, you know, you have to leave your personal problems at home. I mean, that <laughs> was the coaching that they gave us, right? I remember those days. Right, yeah. I remember I those days. I kept saying to myself, so there must be more than one of me because there's this one guy that goes to work and there's this other guy that stays home. And so, but that, you know, that was the way they tried to train us, which as you know, is just it doesn't totally work. crazy and not accurate. Yeah, I agree. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Bill. And we are back with Bill Pranat. So Bill, tell me, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time, um, working with entrepreneurs and such. I mean, give us some words of wisdom. What are some oh, thoughts? What, what are some mish. things that you've, okay, I've got all day. Come on, no, words you do have words of wisdom. Give us some thoughts, especially now, I mean, you know, with how things are now, you know, and, you, and, and here we are in St. Louis where startups are king. I and mean, yes, we've got a lot yeah. of startups. We have a lot of entrepreneurial energy in this state. Um, I mean, just what are you seeing? What are your top of mind thoughts right now? Well, I mean, I, I think uh, having a product and a service is really great, but but I think most entrepreneurs under underestimate the importance of leadership when it comes to getting things done through people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, and I don't like to, I don't like to, you know, uh, not generalize, but in some ways, a lot a lot of entrepreneurs are kind of stuck on what they can do themselves, which really limits their ability to grow. And so, I, I think if there's any one thing, it's it's how do you lead people? How do you get people to accomplish their potential? To me, that's the the important thing. It's kind of a missing ingredient for a lot of entrepreneurs. I would agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, and I I had to learn that lesson because you know entrepreneurs, a lot of us, we can do a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, right? sure. Yeah. And then we tend to take it all on thinking, and, and there's that balance of when do you hire someone? When, you know, how do I make all this happen? For me, it was getting a business, a business counselette, as yeah, I told you, yeah, Josh yeah, Levy, yeah, that really yeah. helped me to um, take things to that next level. But you do tend to be the person you think, well, I can do that. Well, I can do that. And then when you're working at 10 o'clock at night and you're not getting enough sleep, you're actually, you're not at the top of your game. I had that very meeting an hour ago with a client. (laughs) (laughs) You're not at the top of your game. It's very real. You have to get help, (laughs) you know. Well, and many times it can be created. What I have found is through strategic partnerships with other entrepreneurs. Yes. You know, like you hire me, I hire you. We do this together. That's one of the ways that you can do it. But you eventually, you you need people that can, duplicate the things that you you don't have time to do or shouldn't do yeah. as the business owner. you're not owner. good at or, right, yeah. And there's a lot, I think, that's being written more recently about 
See, when I was a younger manager, Mish, there was a lot of discussion about work on the things that you have weaknesses, right? You know, so, oh, you, you're not good at that, so you have to get better at that. It seems like it, today it's more prevalent that what are you really good at and how can you focus on what you're good at and, yes. and, and surround yourself with people who can do the things that you're not good at rather than wasting a lot of time and energy trying to be really good at things you probably never will be good at. Well, are that you just don't like. Yeah, don't like, don't you know, enjoy. Or your brain doesn't yeah. work. I mean, you know, yeah. if you would have said to me, well, Miss, you really need to learn this accounting thing, I yeah. can tell you I still wouldn't be good at yeah. it. Yeah, and <laughs> you just, have no intentions of becoming yeah, really oh, good at it. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. Don't make me do accounting bill, you know. So, yeah. yeah, I like that it's a good thing that you look at the things you cannot do higher. Yes. Right? And Or you know, form a partnership of some sort if that makes sense for your business. Yeah, and experts or entrepreneurs is that for me. You know, so I think if I could deviate a little bit on that original Go. question, a second thing that I find is... Um, hampers a lot of is that they're working in what I call random rather than standardizing things and working with processes. Again, that I kind of, it kind of comes with the expertise that um, entrepreneurs have. Is they're really good at that? But um, I, I think that if you, you run out real fast if you're working in random. Right. And so if you don't process things, if things aren't done in a routine way, you really get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, it's you, because you can't remember everything. There's a there's no a tipping point where yeah. you just cannot remember everything. So if there's not a process in place, balls will be dropped. Yeah, and so I have a half a dozen routine ways of getting things done that I have found to really be successful, and so I try to share those ideas with, you know, the clients that I work with. So give us a few ideas. Um, Probably the best one is to set clear expectations, inspect what you expect, and provide for consequences. Ah, right? very good. Yeah, very simple. But when I work with clients and I look at that they're not getting what they want done, it's usually because they didn't do a good job in one of those three areas, and you have to do all three. Gotcha. It doesn't help gotcha. to do one and not the other. So, And frequently... Um, you know, in my last corporate job, I supervised salespeople, and I realized that people just don't like to have discussions about consequences. They don't like to say, you know what, Mish, if you don't improve this, your job is in jeopardy. Right, right, people right. People don't like to have those conversations, and so consequently, people are uninformed. And I can't tell you the number of times people would go, what? What? My job's in jeopardy? How's that? Surprise! Really? I didn't realize I was being mediocre. But until we have those words, until we say those words, you know, uh, people don't really perform at their full potential. So that's just a simple right, example. Right, but it's important, you know, because the person needs to know that what you're thinking, you yeah. know, like, yeah. you are so not pulling your weight. And yeah. I need you to pull your weight. Yeah, you know? and I, I'm not sure why that all is. I'm sure there's some deep psychological thing behind it. I just know that when I was a sales VP, the I had regional managers managers working for me. Typically, I had to get involved because they were not leveling with their salespeople. They just didn't level with them and let them know, you know what, this is not working, and we're going to terminate you if you can't improve it. So those are those little things matter a lot. Well, yeah, but I think it's difficult for people just to sell, to tell someone else you're not. Oh yeah, 
you're not what I want you to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not where you need to be right now. Yeah. I think that's a hard, a very hard discussion. Yeah, but cool. at the same time, you're doing yourself and that person a disservice. It's really not fair to them to yeah. keep them engaged and involved. That's one of the good things that corporate America taught me, though. I mean, you know, the idea of leveling with people, holding them accountable, that's very, that carries over very well into the entrepreneur world. And they're not, typically entrepreneurs are not good at that. They are not good at holding people accountable. Ah, uh, right? right, right. And so, uh, but you you bring that from a corporate world because you couldn't make it to any kind of very high level without that. You know, so there are some good things about corporate. I feel super lucky in the people that work um, with 100th Monkey. That, that uh, yeah. it, We all tend to have this issue, all of us. It's like every single one of us have this thing of like, totally questioning everything we're doing. Like, are we doing okay? Are we doing okay? Are we doing okay? And and so they really are self-managing. Yes. Um, and then there's just like a few things I see. I mean, I, I will just say, hey, just keep an eye on or watch out for, and boom. And that's, that is the only conversation I need to have. Yeah. And they're like on it. Yeah. So I I feel, but I also have this thought, and I, I borrowed this from Netflix, was um, I only want to hire fully formed adults because I am not a micromanager. I can't, yeah. I can't manage every micromanage. I can't. I need yeah. you to pull your weight. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I, I haven't have heard time. that term used before, fully formed. Fully formed adult. Yeah, so what does that mean, fully well, formed? Well, basically you you are, hold yourself accountable. Oh, you okay. you are, you know, you are you have a responsibility toward what you're doing and you're self-managing. Okay. You know, and with the world we work in, um we don't have an office. You know, we're all out of our homes and most of the people that work um, for 100th Monkey are stay-at-home moms, you know? And so it's like, this is a gig they can do that is not the MLM approach, you know, yeah. that they get to like keep up a really good skill set and it keeps them engaged in the adult world, which I remember being there. You need that yeah. as a mom. And um, and I need them to be fully formed. I'm not going to babysit them. I think I might steal that from you if you, you don't mind. It's yours. I, I, it it yeah. actually Can started I? with Netflix. Oh, was I, it well, Netflix? Okay. Well, so I had said, I used to always say, I need I need to find people that are self-managing and hold themselves yeah. accountable and yeah. are responsible. And then I happened to see a, I don't know if it was an interview with someone from Netflix. And they were like, yeah, we only will hire fully formed adults. So we don't have to babysit you. If, you, if you're going to go on a vacation... You know when yeah. you can go on vacation. When you're not leaving, you've all fires have been put out. You're not leaving us with a huge mess. You're an adult because you understand now I can go on vacation. Now I can take a sick or a, a well day. Yeah, you know, I and I like that. That's how I am. So I expect other people to be that. We could delete a whole layer of supervision if we all operated under that premise. But again, I'm a small company. So right when you get to yeah. 150 people, you yeah. know there's going to be people that, yeah. that you can't find maybe that many fully formed adults. I don't know, unless you're crazy lucky. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know that we teach people, though, how to become fully formed adults. I, I don't would know, agree right? with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Or worse yes. yet, we might teach them not to become fully formed right. adults. I'm no, not sure. Actually, my daughter has brought that up before to me. She has huh. said, there are things that I think they need to teach me in school that they are not teaching me. So, oh, you yeah. know, she she herself has noticed it, you know? I'm like, all right, I'll fill in those blanks. What do we need to know? <laughs> that's that's what she needs a mother like you. <laughs> oh, I love you. All right, we're going to take another quick break okay. and we will be right back. Okay. 
Okay, we are back with Bill Pernat. It is question time, sir. I'm going to take Uh-oh. you back to corporate days. Now, now the fun's over, yeah. and now we're going to get serious. Oh, huh? no. We're totally serious. <laughs> are you ready? No. Um, so we're going back to your corporate days. You've talked about it a lot. It obviously, you know, you learned a lot. And I noticed that you were with Marriott. Uh-huh. So I want to talk to Marriott, but I also want you to tell us, like, you know, maybe something, some insider information about hotels that we don't know. Okay, so I was not in the hotel division, so that I would have to tell you something different. All so right, go. There's a, a Marriott had a division called Contract Food Service, and so that's food service for like uh, uh, colleges, universities, uh, really? long-term care, hospitals. That's that's the area that I spent a long I time of my career. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm already learning. Yeah, and we were. I was with a company called Saga S A G A that was acquired by Marriott. Okay, and so I spent the majority of that time working in that organization. So I have uh, unusual experience from this way, Mish. I have a uh, sales operations and purchasing experience. And so it's kind of, a, it, that blend kind of works really well for me. And that came out of that. But but Marriott uh, and being in the hospitality industry taught me, but it's about people. It was always about people. And we were always working with, uh, you know, relatively, um, uneducated people, okay, right? And so you, you were constantly trying to get things done with a limited amount of resources and with people who were not necessarily well-educated. But it really, it served me very well because um, you had, in order to be successful, you really had to be able to get things done through people. And the interesting thing, you know this because of your former experience, um, you, you, you can't control what the people do, right. right? I mean, you can't, it's like, you know, sometimes you, they do things that you wonder how they did them. So you couldn't try to control it. You had to build relationships. You had to have trusting relationships with people. And I think that serves me well today. Well, and be a quick thinker. Oh, yeah. You know, like oh, you, yeah. you see and you're yeah. like, oh, how in the heck did that happen? You oh, know, yeah. and, and I think one of the things from event planning that I learned is that, um, you start to see things from lots of different angles. Yes. You know, so something yeah. happens and everybody's freaking out and rather and then you have to be the person that goes, Okay, stop, stop, stop. All right, listen, we may have to play with the schedule a little bit. It's okay. We're yeah. just gonna let everybody know this is what we're doing. People will understand, you know, we'll just you know, and my thing was always as long as behind the scenes, it's it's crazy chaos behind the scenes of any event, I tell you. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. This yeah. this yeah. is a reality show that no one has taken on yet, but they need to. And uh, maybe and you should start that. There, what do you think? Let's start it. Let's start <laughs> Mish's crazy event experience reality show because behind the scenes it is very chaotic, but in the front of the room. Front yeah. of the house, yeah. it looks good. So this is where you and I have our experiences really mesh because I always looked at it as, you know, the swinging door between the kitchen and the front, you know, exactly. from the, the dining area. To me, if people knew sometimes, and I don't mean <laughs> bad things happen, but crazy things happen behind those swinging yeah, if doors. If you saw behind the scenes, you would be thinking, <laughs> yeah. how does it look so good out there? <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. They look like a hot mess over there, you know, but it, somehow most... <laughs> Most of the time, things would come together. Yeah, I had a chef who threw a two-inch uh, steam table pan, you know, aluminum steam table pan across the kitchen at his sous chef. So <laughs> you, you've never lived thing. until you've got through Chefs that, right? Chefs have anger issues. <laughs> I well, they do tend to be high. <laughs> they they do very... tend to be, yeah, 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 for sure. Keep the chef happy, keep the chef happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's talk about another um, one of your corporate experiences with is Sarah Lee. Yeah. And so talk to that, but also, I mean, do you have a 
favorite Sara Lee item. Okay. So that was in the distribution arm of Sara Lee. A lot of people don't know that Sara Lee owned uh, food service distribution. So I was in food service, and so it was a natural evolution to go to the Sara Lee division of, of uh, distribution. So we distributed anywhere from around 10,000 products out of a, a distribution center. I'm sure you've seen companies like Cisco. Right. right? Okay. In, in Sara Lee does that. Yeah, again, yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. I did well, not know they that. Had a, they had a division uh, on the East Coast. It was primarily an East Coast division, but this was in Greenville, Spartanburg, South Carolina was where I, okay. I started with them. So uh, really, we sold the, the Sara Lee products, but we also sold other co- competitors' products. But gotcha. the distribution business was a crazy business because it's 24-7. Oh, you know, right. Yeah, you had to bring the product in at night. You had to, you know, during the day and you had to get it out at night. So it was a, it was a crazy business, but it was very demanding as well. So out of all those products, was there something that would pass? You'd be like, I love those cakes or I love, <laughs> did well, you have a favorite? If you look at me, I mean, there's, you know, there's not too many cakes that get by me, but, <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I think chocolate, I mean, you can't go wrong with a chocolate Sara Lee cake. Chocolate or, Sara Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or those muffins that they have, you know, those, I mean, so I, I love all those things. They have yummy yeah. stuff. I really like baked goods. Yeah. So, and I'm yeah. on this like gluten free thing right now. So, right oh, yeah, now, I'm just yeah. like, no baked goods for me. But so it's you can't okay. Have any? You can't, no. You're not supposed to on the gluten free. Th- I mean, they're, they, they make okay. gluten free baked goods. It's it's usually like $1,000 for a cake or something. So it's <laughs> but, kind but of. But they can't possibly taste that good if they're. Huh? <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the. But that's okay because there's candy. So I still get to satisfy. Oh, no, you're okay with that then. Yeah. Gluten-free candy seems to be in abundance. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there was such a thing. Yeah. There's just not yeah. gluten in candy. I don't know. Yeah. For all I know, someone right now is like, no, you're missing it. Because I keep thinking, like, I was eating Rice Krispie cakes the other day, or the Rice Krispie things, and someone's like, no, those have gluten. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I'm learning. Well, I we will- didn't know anything about gluten, right, until it seems pretty recently, though, that people are a lot more aware of the impact of gluten. With, and starting yeah. to understand that bodies are not meant to process certain things. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure they're not supposed to process gummy bears either, but my... <laughs> <laughs> But well, if you have to make a choice, gummy bears seem okay. Come on, you yeah. know, you put them in front of me, so <laughs> I bless them and then yeah. eat them. Um, all right, so do you yourself have a business mentor, or you know, someone maybe that said something that you you feel really put you on the track you want it to be on, or? Anything along those lines? Well, in, you know, talking about corporate, I, I was blessed with several people who went on to achieve really great things. I mean, I, I had gotten, uh, the highest I got to be was a regional vice president, but I had worked for three guys who ended up going on to be presidents of divisions. And so they were very they were very good at, at telling you what you needed to hear. I mean, they were uh, very strict. And as a matter of fact, I remember like it was yesterday, one of my mentors said, you know, Bill, the problem with you is that you, uh, you know, you worry too much about people and you need to get more accomplished through them because I was always treating them the way I would want to be treated. And I had to change that to, to, you know, I have to treat people the way they need to be treated in order to achieve their potential. Gotcha. That came about as a result of coaching that I had. So I had several really great uh, people who mentored me. Nice. Now, today, and we need those. Now today, my mentors are our peers. It's more, 
you know, uh, people like Josh and, you know, the other people and experts for entrepreneurs where we just have an open and honest environment where we're constantly leveling with each other. Right. So Which it's is kind so of a different form. awesome. That's yeah. just such a great yeah. group of people to have around you. Well, one of the things I learned a long time ago, you can't ask people for their opinion and then shut it down when they give it to you. <laughs> Well, it's right. true though. <laughs> right? yeah. It's like they give you an opinion and, and, and whether you, I mean, it's something that, you know, even if you're like, wow, I'm not sure, but thank you. Let me, yeah. let me marinate it. I marinate things. Well, I'm I like, like, let that. me marinate yeah. that. Sure. And because yeah. I don't really know what that means for me, but I totally appreciate when, I mean, if you're going to yeah. ask somebody for their advice or opinion on something, yeah. you have to be open to it. Yeah. Why ask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but a lot of people, I'm sure you see this. That comes out of my sales training, though, uh, you know, when it comes to, to uh, you know, the way we handle objections. And so, you know, how should you handle objection? Well, ask it and answer it with a good question. So if you give me feedback, I'm, hopefully I would ask you a question about the feedback rather than, well, let me explain to you why that's not right. <laughs> no, you're Which wrong. What Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and don't ever give me feedback like that again. <laughs> Yeah, this is just not productive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Bill, thank you so much. Tell everybody where we can find more about you. Well, I think the the best place they can do is to come to the Business Lodge on the third Wednesday of every month. And this is De Pere, yeah, in yeah. De Pere, Missouri. No, in Chesterfield. Oh, in Chesterfield. Yeah, in, in Chesterfield. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Karen Hoffman's Business Lodge in, in Chesterfield. And uh, we'll be there at 830 till 11 o'clock. And that would be the most fun place for, they can be my guest if they'll let me know ahead of time. They can just uh, give me a call at 636-484-0208, and uh, we'll be glad to have them come as a guest. And it's experts for, as in the, the number, number four, four yes, right? Entrepreneurs. For entrepreneurs. Yeah. And you can find out more there on the, there's on a the website. website. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Bill. This yeah. has been wonderful. Mish, enjoy it. Hey, thank we're you. shaking yeah. hands. Yeah. We're awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you all. Yeah. Everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. Go to iTunes and subscribe. Love you all. Have a wonderful day. Wonderful day.